Welcome to the Winding Down Podcast. This is episode 13 with myself, Adam, and Alicia. Hello. We are back, and I think we're, we're sort of getting a little more adventurous with our wine selections here. I mean, we, we have a, a variety we've never tried before, so we're branching out. I mean, we needed a break from uh, Cab Sauv, so... I was going to say, it's not Cabernet Sauvignon, so it's a positive so for it's, us. So it's a break. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And actually, I don't even think we have any uh, waiting here for, for us in our wine queue, any Cabernet Sauvignon. So, we actually, we do have one. We have a really nice Robert Mondavi uh, selection, but uh, we're saving that for a special occasion down the road. So, uh, we have nothing but different wines to try and we wanted to go with a red wine again this week and uh it was one i picked out uh just going to the lcbo into the vintages section and, and having a look around well it's i mean it's my duty right now as the 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 forager of the family uh and it's a it's a petite syrah a, a type of wine i've never had before have you ever had it i have not so i've heard of it i've via heard the psalm pod some shows but documentary sorry yeah and i think that's the only time i've ever heard of it yeah it's it's very like I, I want to say exclusive in that sense because it's just not I guess one of the more popular varieties. But seeing as how you and I both don't really know much about it, uh, I've instead of learning uh, something that we've sort of curated, there's a really wonderful article and chart that's written by Wine Folly about Petite Syrah and everything you need to know about it. So I thought it would be perfect. Let's take a look. Yeah, it would be good to look at that. So uh, Petite Syrah. Uh, is definitely related to Syrah, which is the uh, French the French uh, grape varietal, uh, and it's also related then to um, Shiraz, which is the Australian growing of that grape. Uh, but the difference between Syrah and Petite Syrah is basically the blending of uh, or the uh, intergenous mixing of Syrah and Pelourcin, which uh, this article goes on to explain, it's understandable if you've never heard of that before because it's a nearly extinct grape found in just a few places in the French Alps. So they must have uh, genetically cross-bred these two grapes and you get Petite Syrah out of it. Okay. And a lot of people, I guess, think it, it's just Seems because bougie. it's... It does, right? Yeah. Yeah, so I, I don't know. Apparently there's nothing to do with it with the size of the actual grape. Uh, actually... Petite Syrah is not just more a petite version of Syrah, so there would be a size of the grape issue there. Uh, it's actually just an actual different hybrid variety there. So what Wine Folly does that I really like is they have these charts with flavors, taste profiles, regions of where it's grown, uh, and then you know they go on to other stuff in the article. But the actual images are really cool. Yeah, it's a great graphic. So um, the dominant flavors in this one are... Sugar plum, blueberry, dark chocolate, black pepper, and black tea. Which is kind of interesting because it's a little bit more savory. So do you think that this is just like in um, Petite Syrahs in general? Like these are usually the flavors found in that profile of grape? I, I would imagine so. There's no um, there's no wine associated with this, like any producer. Okay. So I guess you're looking for any combination of these. Okay, this will definitely help us in our tasting. Right? For sure. And it, we don't want to look at the bottle because we don't want what they're sort of curtailing us down specifically. Right. Um, but this is kind of, I mean, it's five pretty generic flavors there. So it, it's good to sort of see that. And also, you know, black pepper has a harshness. Black tea has a sort of mellowness. Um, plums, I have no idea still. I cannot find them in the grocery store. Uh, but blueberries is almost sort of... Um, a, a sour tanginess. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how <clears throat> all of these flavors play together here. Uh, but we'll, we'll go on here. And as far as the color and taste profile goes, uh, it's high in, high in the fruit variety, high body, high tannin, uh, medium acidity, and high alcohol. So it's very like... Full bodied, I, I guess. I think that's... I guess that's where you would get that from, right? So uh, it's very like 
pedal to the floor here. And then for the regions... Uh, my, 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 my go? Yeah, jump in there. <laughs> United States, so California, Lodi, uh, Paso, Robles. Robles, Napa, Sonoma. I can't read that. It's too small. Uh, Mendocino. And then Australia, South Australia, and others, uh, Mexico, Chile, South Africa, and Brazil. And only 9,800 acres grown worldwide for wow. the wine, which is pretty, pretty small. small. Um, so... There's a couple different things I wanted to look at as far as this wine's concerned. And something we always sort of guide our recommendation down is would you recommend this wine based on food? Like what would you have it with? Because wine's very parable. Uh, so, for examples, for, for meat, it's roasted pork, uh, barbecue, beef, uh, beef burgers, chicken, and mole sauce. So very like hearty, darker meat varieties. Uh, and with cheese, aged Gouda, melted Swiss. Uh, and fresh matzah and camembert. Which is interesting, too, because those are, like... They're all very different. Like, Gouda yeah. compared to camembert, which is, like, a brie, right? Yeah. Gouda has, like, a... Especially aged Gouda has a definitely, like, stronger profile than uh, fresh mozzarella or camembert would. Yeah, and even still, like, melted Swiss cheese, There's there's sometimes there's a bitterness to Swiss cheese, like a whininess almost yeah. to it. So, uh, But maybe that's why it pairs well, because it's black pepper profiled, right? Or even the fruit profile that definitely would go well with a little bit of, uh, you know, tang. Absolutely. Um, the next one here is herbs and spices. So black pepper, allspice, clove, sage, rosemary, cinnamon, chili pepper, lavender, cocoa, and juniper. All of those are very like winter fall spices. Yeah. The only one that maybe stands out a little bit there would be chili, chili. pepper. Um, but other than that, every that's very like savory dishes. Um, yeah, so interesting there. Uh, I think that kind of tells you what you're looking for at this wine. And, and the last uh, the last grouping here? Is vegetables. Uh, it goes well with sautéed mushrooms, eggplants, black beans, caramelized onions, stuffed peppers, cur- uh, currants, and a savory dish. So, yeah, savory is the big, the big uh, button here for yeah. Petite Syrah. Um, so we're going to jump in and, and pour this wine here and, and have a sniff and a look and a, and a taste. But... Um, we are down to one stemmed wine glass because apparently I cannot dry a wine glass. Dry a wine glass without shattering it in my hand. So we had a set of four. One one broke just in the house. Uh, one broke last week with me elbowing it, and we had to take our first ever commercial break on the episode. And this one broke this week. Today, Adam was washing it and then drying it while we were watching TV over the couch. And his hand goes inside it. And these wine glasses are pretty thin and not the best quality. And just smashes it over the couch with his hand, drying it. It, it broke into like four big pieces, which was kind of nice. So I guess that's the silver lining. I'll but... take the stemless, though. It's fine. Okay. So stemless goes to you. I have hot hands anyways. Uh, all right. So looking down at this wine, very dark. Super dark. Also, there's no lights on. I'm going to turn this on. Well, let's time. go get some lights on. You'll hear the scramble of the dog here. Oh, he, he was pretty quiet today. He's pretty quiet. So lights are on, and there's a little bit more see-through here. Again, we're drinking this off of a white table, so there is a little bit of help with that. Yeah, but as, as far dark. as looking down, it's like a it's a very it's almost like browny, purpley. Like yeah, it's darker for sure. Like almost maroon, but there's there's a little hint of actual like true red in there. Um, but very dark. I think garnet. That's the term we've ruby garnet. Um, it's, it's very dark. And from the side, same deal. You can't see Pretty your finger opaque. through. Yeah. Uh, now give it the old tilt test here. 
watery meniscus around the edge there, and it does... Not super watery, though, compared to the ones we've seen before, and we've compared them to, like, watercolors. They're not... It's not super... It's a much drastic cut from the water rim to the darkness of the color. Yeah, that's true. It's just not as watery colored as we had seen previous. That was mm, almost a tipper. I think, yeah, that almost (laughs) dumped that on the table. I think you're absolutely right. Like, there's no gradient of color. Like, there's no fading of color, really. Yeah. Uh, and the, as the dog groans in the background there. Um, okay, so um, let's have a little snifferino here. So it's been decanting. Um, we read online they can, for, can decant from two to four hours. We let it go for about an hour and a half. Yeah. Um, just because we uh, decided late on a podcast today. Um, so we'll give another swirl here. And uh, sniffing away here. At least let me know what you smell. Super aromatic. The after, like there's a little bit of an after tingle on my nose. So the alcohol is pretty high. Um, it smells fruity. I get peppery. Yeah, I when I when I pull back a little bit, I get the chocolate. Just like there's like a little bit of bitterness. It's almost the 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 flavor of tasting chocolate that it, that you get. And it's almost when I move my nose away from smelling it. So like a little bit outside of the glass on I it. I get a lot of black pepper and a lot of alcohol burn. Yeah, the black pepper is very yeah. nose forward. I would say, and there, but there is still that um, juiciness of, of fruit. And fresh fruit, because it doesn't smell overly sweet. It, it's got the fruitiness, which I guess is inherent sweetness, but it's not um, candied, you know, flavors or anything like that. Yeah, it's definitely fresh. Uh, do you smell smoke on it at all? Oh my gosh, you almost spilled it. Um, it's a bit smoky, but I think that's the pepper. Yeah, I think you could be right there. And I know pepper's just in my head because we read that, but it honestly smells peppery. I'm sure that just helps my nose. No, out. yeah, it, it probably just guides you down that pathway and, and and helps you identify it because there is that very much there. A bit oaky, smoky, smoky oaky. Yeah, I think and I think that's a fair assessment as well. I'm just trying to like. There's something yeah, I'm the, just I'm just it, not like right spices, there. Spices, some sort of spices, maybe cumin. I don't know. It's just I can't. Either way, I can't. I can't necessarily nab that. There is it worth uh, worth a sip time here? Yeah. All right. Cheers. Oh. Interesting. I was not expecting that flavor. Hmm. Hmm. It's very. I get the dryness on my tongue, like the the wet pavement when the sun hits it. Like I, we've used that before. I've used that before. I get that across my tongue, dries it out a little bit. The flavors are not a punch, right? It, whether it's good or bad, there's flavor that's punching. There's definitely out. flavor. I I really don't have words. I don't know about it. Oh, I just had the word. Just as I like, kind of slap my tongue there, I had the word of what it tasted like. Hmm. All right, I gotta go back in again. It's interesting. Right away, it's very alcoholic. It is high. Like it's it's burn. You can taste that in the back of your throat a little bit. It's that of alcohol. (laughs) Yeah, no, I think that's (laughs) that's true. The sting. Yeah, because you don't know what to expect. Yeah, we've smelled wines that smell like they're going to get you drunk off two sips, and then you taste it, it and there's nothing there. And it just yeah. This this one it does have the smell, but not overpowering. But then the taste really does get you in the back of your throat almost. Smell your wine now. It's kind of weird because now I don't smell how I don't smell alcohol burn. Do you? Now you have the contrast of the actual because it tastes yeah. way more alcoholy than. Oh no! I still got it when I swirled it. Oh, okay. I opened maybe it up that, a little maybe bit. That's it. I didn't open it up. Um. All right. Let's. I'm gonna try and bring some air over it here and see if that changes it at all. 
Ugh. It's bitter. Like, it's tannic. Yeah. Don't you think? I think so. I think it's got that... It has that... That, like, uh, bite back almost. Yeah. It's not like you're sitting down and relax. This is, like, almost like a conversation wine where, like, you're thinking about it while you're drinking it. It's not necessarily a Old Faithful. Like, that McManus we had last week. Easy drinking. Easy drinking. You... Every sip is enjoyable. Every sip you are just thinking, oh, that's a good sip of wine. With this one, you're like, what is that? It's not bad, I don't think say. it's bad it's at all. It's just, it's different. It's not like a everyday red wine. No, and I think there's something too good or bad, quote-unquote, because it's so it's subjective. The taste profile, for sure. Because I, even like I mentioned last week, sorry to kind of cut you off there, but um, you and I, I think, are growing a little different in our wine likings. Because what you have been saying and tasting, I haven't necessarily agreed, or it's not my cup of tea. Like, you, I think you like those weirder profiles where I'm pretty, like, keep it, play it safe still. Like, I'm still, I don't love the harsh, but, like, I don't hate it, but I, I would much rather an easy drinking like the McManus, where it's kind of, like, even flow. Yeah. Whereas this is full-bodied for sure. Yeah. Like, it's... It's a lot. It's a there's a lot going on, and it's almost confusing when you're trying to like. Yeah, I think that's it. It's it's confusing. Trying to break it down there, I get, I I almost get the chocolate, the dark chocolate, and as far as bitterness, the mouthfeel of the bitterness. Because when you eat dark chocolate, it's good, but you know it's not necessarily your first go to. Like ninety percent. I don't get I don't get a ninety percent because that's like ash to me. This is like eighty eighty percent. I would say because seventy is like enjoyable. Seventy is is like a bit much. 80s getting to that point where it's like, is this, like, yeah. like that little, you know, that noise is and exactly like it. You need a glass of water after you have a bit of it because it like kind of dries your mouth out a little yeah, bit. Yeah, and it like gives that punch in like not the best of ways. Where it's like, uh, should I keep eating this? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, the dryness on this is really, I, I, I think it's like challenging to break down. Yeah. Also, the flavor lingers. Like, my mouth, like, I can, I haven't had a sip in, like, what, like, a minute? And yeah. And I still, like, it's filled my mouth still. Yeah, and you wouldn't necessarily need to, like, crack a couple bottles of wine with this Oh, wow, we didn't even talk about the bottle and stuff. Did oh, my do? gosh. We didn't at all. Usually, we do that before we drink, don't we? We, we do that before we drink, before we wow, pour, before we, we sniff. have dropped the ball. This well, is, okay, sorry. I just want, I, I just... Remembered because I looked over and saw it, and it's a super, super simple label, but it's very pretty. Um, Adam's a flower guy, so he'll know what kind of flower that is, or maybe not. But um, don't put me on the spot. <laughs> we haven't even said what wine it is. Oh my gosh, <laughs> we know it's a petite Syrah. That's a- oh my goodness. So this is a Granite Hill Cellars petite Syrah from Lodi, California, and it's a 2017. Um, as I mentioned, the label super simple. It's white. Um, it has like a little flower on it. What kind of flower would you think that is? I don't know. It looks almost like a poppy. Like a yellow poppy. Yeah, like a, yeah, yeah. Um, maybe a weed variety. I'm sure it'll pass um, in the back here. But yeah, super simple, but like cute. Like it's a cute little label. Um, there's some like orangey mustard yellow accents. Um, but yeah, Adam's glancing at the back there. Any. I'm not going to give anything away. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's, it's it's minimalistic, but it's like very like hipstery vibe. It's like watercolors inside harsh outlines um, on the flowers, but everything else is very simple. Uh, Granite Hills Cellars has its own little stamp in the bottom, but this is our second wine in a row from Lodi, California. Yeah, there you go. Um, all right, do you want to break down the back here? Yeah, I okay. did see the alcohol percentage. I haven't seen that yet. So. Oh, you didn't? No. Okay, so what do you think the alcohol percentage is? I'll say 13.5. <laughs> 
Ding, ding, ding. It wasn't. Yeah. That, that's been, He's think, lying. He saw it. I, I, I swear to gosh, I didn't. But uh, I, I think that's been our mo- the most common percentage we've had. And especially because, like, we had just read it on the uh, Wine Fully article that uh, petite Syrahs are pretty high in alcohol. Yeah. Um, and I think 13.5 is... Did we see a 14 once? I think so. I but, think the um, Salentine, uh, Salentine uh, uh, Malbec was. Okay. But 13.5 has been pretty solid for our full bodies. Yeah. Um... The back of the bottle, again, says Granite Hill Cellars, 2017 Lodi, Petite Syrah. Inspired by the Golden Hills of California, this Petite Syrah is rich in flavors of warm berry pie, blueberries, vanilla, and dark chocolate, ending with a long and full finish. Um, then Be- I, sorry, go ahead. And I think that's about it. I was just seeing if there's anything else, but that's about it. So, as far as berry pie goes... I don't know about that. I don't know about that either. Maybe because they're talking about like I guess there's spices that get brought in with that. Like, um, but even like it's not there's not very much vanilla flavor on this or and, sugar. Unless sweet. that's like the oaky that we got, but I don't get like. Well, it says vanilla and dark chocolate ending, so may, maybe there is something to that. I don't. I'm trying to get vanilla here. I just don't get it that much. Drink and smell at the same time. Did it change anything? No, it didn't okay, do anything for okay. me. Did it for you? I don't know. How about licking the glass? Does that help? It definitely helps because <laughs> now I know the profile of glass. There you go. Uh, my wine glass is very thin and I'll be sure to wash it very gently next time. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. This wine is... It's, it's getting a bit better as I drink it, but I still have that like up-the-nose burn. Yeah, and I wonder too if there's something with decanting it longer or, yeah. or whatever but that takes the harshness off of it but um it's not been not enjoyable at all um, it's it's fine it's a, it's a good glass of red i just i don't know if i could have much more than two glasses does this bottle of wine make you want to try another petite syrah not necessarily okay interesting i mean i would because i sorry adam's biting his nails sorry and that's nervous like, <laughs> why um, anyway, uh, I think I would give it another shot, actually, but this bottle doesn't make me be like, ooh, yeah, gotta try some more, you know? No. I think I would want to try a different variety, a different grower, simply because I want to see if all of them are this sort of unique and challenging. Because uh, yeah, And I think that's interesting, because this is it is a super challenging wine to uh, break down. Like, I'm having a hard time figuring out. Like, I can say that it's high alcohol because it burns and it lasts long, but it, it's a hard profile to... It's different. Yeah, and there's, there's a juiciness to it um, when you smell it, even. And that maybe that's the berries coming through there. Like, the, I, I give it a nice big swirl here. And you do get that fresh, like, almost black cherry or blueberry, like it said, or, or currants. Yeah, Where you yeah. get that sort of bitter bite, but also... Not even overly sweetness. Like, if you smell cherries, it's not overly sweet. It just sort of smells like cherries. Yeah, I, I get cherries more than blueberries, I'd say. I don't, blueberries are weird because they don't really have don't much really flavor. They don't smell yeah, either. If you smush a blueberry... It, like, yeah, like, this definitely doesn't smell like artificial blueberry smell. No way. No. But what does it smell like? I don't know, but it's so funny because you're watching... You're looking at the screen and you're just swashing your wine and it's like at the brim. <laughs> That's confidence. That's, okay. that's confidence, confidence in myself. Okay, confidence is key, baby. Um, I, see, I think when I'm looking, we have the examples of what to pair it with here. Mm-hmm. Huh? I think of the cheese line as what I would want to label this with because I think cheese has that 
especially camembert, mozzarella, melted Swiss cheese for sure. Gouda is the kind of standout here on the side, but those other three are very creamy and smooth. I think that this would pair well with that because it's more abrasive. It's almost yeah. a little more sharp. And I think maybe that's why. Like, I don't know, maybe melted Swiss is a bit uh, more mild than regular Swiss. But, you know, the mozzarella and camembert are also not an overpowering, um, not like blue cheese or um, like aged anything where it's a bit more um, subtle. So this would pair well because it, it is that pungent pop, like... Of flavor. Yeah, and I'm trying to put my... Do you get it? Yeah, I kind of just got like... Um, ju- have you ever had juniper berries? No. Uh, it's hard to Are explain. Are those the ones that you're not supposed to eat off trees? <laughs> yeah, like literally the, the <laughs> ones outside our, our yeah. side door here. Um, you can't eat them. I saw Jamie Oliver cook with them one time. Look very good. I think he made venison with it. Oh. Which is like gamey, so I guess it... So it's, it's very... So is it more bitter? Yeah, it's almost... Hey, junipers, we read that, didn't we? Yeah. It's, oh, yeah, that's, yeah. that's right. Sorry, I'm, I'm not even oh. coming up with that on my own. Oh, I, I like, can't wow, take credit a, for that. That's a... It's almost like gin flavored. Oh, I love gin. Yeah, I know. But that's I... like, really? Oh, like at the like, end. It was literally... Like my milk pine was... tree. But not as... Not like sappy pine tree. Like like gin pine tree where it's close enough. Because like smelling a pine tree and, and tasting gin... They it's the same thing. They they're not the same thing <laughs> it's, to it's me. It's the same. You don't drink gin. I know, for because I don't like licking pine trees. But. So you, so there you go. It's the same. You, it's close, you're it's close enough. I know. That oh, was just a joke. God. It's just a joke. Was um, it? <laughs> yes. But I don't know because these are these are pretty like, I don't want to say heart. Like the meat, roasted pork, barbecue beef, beef burgers, chicken and mole sauce. Like that's white meat. Red meat and then roasted pork's red meat, but it's almost like the other white meat. Too. Whereas I would want to pair this with lamb. I think that'd be a good shout. Yeah. Simply because lamb has a unique gaminess. So I think this would go terrific with lamb. Yeah. That's like a, a really good a really good recommendation. Yeah. Um, look at me. Look at you go. I'm not even a meat gal, and I. But you like lamb. Yeah, it's different. But, but also, so like... is this wine. This wine's different. It's not bad. It's not my favorite, but it's not. It's not bad, and it's growing on me. The more I, the more I take some sips here, I just, oh man, I think the more it sort of sits in my glass here, the flavors are changing on the nose. Yeah, it's, it's not as pungent. It's not as pungent. I got I like cinnamon, rosemary, that you know cloves, right? Like cloves is very intense. Yeah, but you're looking at what to pair it with. I know you're thinking about that, but we. Should... Oh no, I'm I'm 100. Oh. I I know exactly what you mean there, but. Like, there is that... I, I want to try and see if I get black tea as well. Because black teas... Uh, if you ever have, like, a... I don't know if you've ever... This is maybe weird. Like, licked a black tea bag when you, like, take it out of your tea. <laughs> you, like, take the take the little tea bag and, like, if it's dripping or whatever. Well, well, I've I've had black tea black. So is that the same thing? Or Maybe that would have been the more normal way to okay. go about this. But it's, it's dry. Yeah. It, it's, like, dries your tongue out. Yeah. And do you lick tea bags? I'm a bit concerned. About no, that. like, like maybe like if it's dripping. Maybe if it's dripping, I'm gonna take it to like the sink of the garbage. I'm like, you, oh, like just like catch the drop of my tongue. You, that's weird. But like, not a normal person <laughs> catching it with their hand and then washing your hands. Well, I don't want to waste the tea. They're expensive. <laughs> a nickel a tea bag. Yeah, I was gonna say like a dollar twenty five at no frills, but okay. <laughs> but they have a dryness to them. I think that pairs themselves well to this. To yes, this I I can agree with that. I do really like black tea also. So. I don't necessarily get the flavor profiles, but I can understand um, how it can be confused with the same flavor profiles. Yeah, I think they bring similar things. 
and I guess maybe that's what guides your flavor. Like like dark chocolate, we said it's more of a feel of, of dark chocolate rather than uh, an actual necessary flavor of it. You get the bitterness, the same mouthfeel, mm-hmm. which guides you towards that. I'm definitely enjoying this more as I drink it. That's good. I'm still on glass one. It's not that because I'm drunk. It's <laughs> it's just because I think the aeration really helps. Yeah, and also like as we drink and there's there's less wine in the glass and more glass. And plus, I think our mouths are we're warmed up. Yeah, coated. Yeah, coated. Um, so Adam is taking. He's gonna hate that I'm mentioning this, but Adam is taking um a wine course or he's about to start it. What's it called? The W set. Yeah. Um, and he, we were looking at the course outline yesterday and he gets to learn about a lot of cool things that hopefully we get to talk about on our podcast because I'm, I mean, I'm not taking the course, but I'm excited to like learn through him and he has to do a lot of different tastings. Um, and he has to, he has a quite the extensive, um, shopping list. Yeah. Like resource or what do you call it? Material list that he has to invest in. One is more wine glasses. We need more wine glasses. Um, but some of the things were pretty cool. It was like lemon. It was um, a bunch of different types of wines, different varieties a, from different regions. A type of acid as well. Yeah. With tartaric or... Yeah. Something like... Something some, like tartaric or something. Yeah. Yeah. So that'll be really neat to kind of go through that and be able to share some of the things that he's learned with me and also... Uh, with you guys if you want to listen um so i'm looking forward to that me too i i'm I'm a little reluctant to talk about now because i don't know anything about it like it it literally kicks off on the 29th so i'm nervously anticipating that with excitement uh nervous excitement um but yeah well i mean anything i i I learn or whatever we do there i'll I'll be happy to to pass along i think it'd be good to talk about that. yeah i'm excited for this new adventure for you me too but yeah so Hopefully some new uh, ways of, um, like, learning how to taste. Like, I'm excited for that. Like, you learning the actual, not just from articles, right? Being able to taste, talk it out, and then, you know, really get to learn how to break apart these wines. We've been trying our best, and I think we've we've come a long way in 13 episodes, but I think we still have a lot to learn, so I'm excited that you actually get to learn that. Me too. Me too. Do you want me to top you up here? Ah, uh, sure. Top me up, hon. Top you up, huh? <laughs> um, so we're going to go to the LCBO next to see how much this wine costs. Uh, what's your guess on the price? Eighteen fifty. Pretty close. Uh, I think it's nineteen ninety five for this one. Let's have a little look here. Yeah, oh. nineteen ninety five. It was a, a vintages buy, but I wanted. I, I l- was looking. Everything was everything was very um, uniform in, in how it. I mean, the varieties. There's a lot of Cabernet Sauvignon, especially from California. Um, but this this one caught my eye, so why don't you read the LCBO's breakdown here for us? Floral and intensely flavored with notes of cedar, ripe blueberries, vanilla, and smoke, a top spice. Uh, that didn't make sense. Top spice. Oh, yeah, oh. keep going. Uh, chocolate <laughs> and cured meats, complex and satisfying with a balanced, long finish, quite fine. Pair this with burgers, steaks, or ribs, and don't skimp on the herbs and spices. This will stand up to whatever you throw at it, which is very fair to say. I, I, yeah, for sure. And it I definitely think holds its own. It holds its own for sure. I think maybe that's an interesting way to look at it. You're not looking at necessarily something that's going to complement. Like if... if mm-hmm. <clears throat> Whereas even when I talked about the cheese there, uh, I was talking about like how this is harsh and the cheese is, is smooth or soft and it could go well together like that. This is saying pepper on the spices because when you drink them together, it's going to be something that accentuates the spices with its own spiciness. Yes. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, all right. A different sort of uh, description than we usually get. 
for sure. Now we should go over to Vivino. Um, all right, what do you think the uh, the rating for this wine is out of five? Three point three. Hit that right on the head. Really? Three point three. Thirty ratings. So we're. Um, so that's not. That's not very many. No, but I mean, you have less people, so I guess maybe it. it were, and I mean. I, gener- I think it's not as common, <laughs> petite Syrahs also. For sure, yeah, only thirty, uh, only thirty ratings. So I, I think three point five is a fair, yeah, a fair rating here, simply because we both enjoy drinking it, especially the more we get into the into the bottle here. But it is challenging. I think we we agreed on. Yeah, and even, even breaking it down, and the fact that the taste is lingering so much. I haven't had a sip in about a minute and a half, two minutes, and I'm still like. Yeah, I, I getting flavors brought up. I really don't. I, I know we're going to go into recommendations, so maybe I'll just save that. Okay. So. <laughs> Alcohol on the nose with, um, what do we say for, for the smelling of it here? Peppery. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. With intense pepper and, and black cherry or berry or what did you get? And like uh, background notes of notes. Of cherry and blueberry. Um, long finish or lasting flavor or some. Long and lasting finish with bitter dark chocolate. And uh, what was the. Uh, like warm spices? Yeah. And warm spices. Hint of. Smoke and wood as well. All right. Uh, challenging, but worth the try. Yeah. So it was gone. Okay. Cool. All right. So that's updated there. Um, I'll pass this on to you here. Uh, break us down the summary. Oh, oh we've ra- rated your first Californian petite Syrah. All right. So yeah, let us know what this is about here. Uh, the taste characteristics comparing light and bold is definitely on the bold side, which I agree, can agree with. Uh, smooth and tannic, it's definitely more on the tannic side. Uh, comparing dry and sweet, it's almost all the way dry. Uh, and comparing soft and acidic, it's kind of in the middle, but more towards acidic, which I could agree with. Now, when it comes to tannic and smooth, that's something that's sort of challenging to me. But mm-hmm. when you think, when you're just trying to define what tannic is and you don't know where you're coming from, that's more intimidating than thinking about smooth versus tannic because it gives you a better scale right i think of this as when i take a sip like i'm doing right now there's there's the alcohol the bitter the flavor that is almost like as if i think about it like going down my tongue and down my throat Mm -hmm. those are all sort of stabbing at it along the way to take away from the smoothness right not necessarily the flavor but like that mouth feel that that interrupts it which comes from how tannic petite syrah is as we learn from wine folly right um, what people are talking about, blueberry has the most mentions, uh, oak, vanilla, chocolate, leather, and smoke as well. Um, let's look at some of the reviews here. Uh, Adriano gave it three and a half stars, and they said, a lot of blueberry, hints of leather, chocolate, and oak, bold, smooth, very dry. Uh, let decant for some time, enjoyable pizza. 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 Um... Amy gave it a one star, which is very interesting. Ooh, let's see that. Uh, she said, first time trying this kind, to be honest, was not a fan. Very fruity, like a blueberry gone bad. It's drinkable, but not a fan. Interesting. 
And I think that's fair, too. But I think that's, like, the pepper and that, like, bold taste that obviously she wasn't a fan of. And if you read the back of this bottle and thought vanilla, berry pie, blueberries. I don't necessarily get that. The blueberry, you do. I do anyway. Sorry. I shouldn't say you do. I think is there. Um, But, yeah, like, berry pie presents a warm sweetness that you just don't get. Right. And I don't really get the, the crazy undertones of vanilla. No, I don't I wish I did, but no. But yeah, that's that's it. Food pairing: beef, lamb, and game. Which I—that's more on the ballpark where we were kind of thinking, anyway. I, you know what? If I get lamb for us to have for dinner, I will get a bottle of petite sirah to pair with it. Maybe not this one. Maybe just another one to sort of spread our wings a bit here. But I think that would be really good pairing. I think you hit that uh, right on the head. I think that'd be a good idea. All right, recommendation time. You were you're ready to go with a recommendation. Yeah, so if you have never had a petite Syrah uh, and you like kind of more bold wines, I would recommend this. Um, it's not necessarily my favorite, but for my first petite Syrah, like it's it's drinkable and it's not Yeah, it's it's fairly enjoyable, but I would definitely recommend to decant it a little longer. So overall out of 10, I would give it probably like a seven and a half. Okay. Good to know. On recommendation scale. All right. So I think that's completely fair. I also think if you are if you want just a nice bottle of wine that you don't have to think about and you can just – every glass is enjoyable, every every sip is enjoyable, this is not your wine for that. No. And then that's not saying this is a bad or unenjoyable wine. I just think you have to think about it while you're reading it. Yeah. While you're reading it, while you're drinking <laughs> it. I was trying to go for a metaphor in my head before I said it there, but – um, it's almost like reading um, like, a, like a gossip magazine versus reading like a manuscript. Like if you're reading a manuscript, you have to think about what's being said. You have to think about, you know, to understand, you know, a thesis or an argument. You have to really understand all the parts that are going into it and pay attention. If you're reading a gossip rag and you flip through and whatever, you can pick up on that pretty quickly. I think there's a lot more attention that has to be paid to this. And it's, it's very... Um, it's challenging, but not in a, in a way that puts you off. So I think yeah. it's 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 probably it is good. It is good. If you want, it's to, challenging. If, if you think like I want to try Petite Syrah, hit go get this bottle of wine. Yeah, because it's really good. It, it tastes really good. It tastes challenging, but yeah. yeah, it's 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 different. I wouldn't necessarily bring it to a dinner party. No, something to unless think about. you were having something like a gamey meat. There you go. I or think I think if, if you know it's going to be a sneaky lime uh, lime oh, lamb, lamb night. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! This this is maybe the thirteen point five percent's gone right to my head yeah, here. If you're having a sleek, sneaky oh lamb my night, God. I'm done I with think that. We, I think we gotta go. Bring this wine. Bring this wine. Okay, that's it. Are we done? Yeah, we're, we're done. done. All right. Uh, until next week. Cheers. Bye. Oh. <laughs>